0: today i'll show you how to make your first 1000 sales but in order to get there there's a couple essential things you need to learn first a couple weeks ago i got an email from one of the viewers and he asked me a couple essential questions that i thought could help a lot of other people out as well but just to give you a quick recap on it we go over things like if you have an existing shop do you shut that down permanently and create a new one or do you just use the existing one or things like what kind of researching tools should you be using because there's a lot of out there but i want to dissect on each of the different categories Categories and why you should use certain tools for your shop. Number three, which is a question I get asked quite a bit, is how many listings should you get started if you're selling digital products? And the last question from the email is asking, what are some tips and tricks on how to boost your visits and sales in order to make your first thousand dollars? We'll be going over some fundamentals and also some hacks that you can do to get those initial sales. Hey there, welcome to a new episode of the Brandon Timothy Show. I'm your host, Brandon, and throughout this podcast, I'll show you how to start a successful Etsy shop, learn side hustles, and create a sustainable passive income by selling digital products. This podcast is your roadmap to a thriving Etsy shop and digital freedom. So let's get started. So question number one, if I have an existing Etsy shop, should I deactivate all the old listings and use the same shop or open up a brand new Etsy shop and start fresh? So for anyone who had an existing shop before, yes, you can definitely just use that same one and delete the listings and then start a new one. You can even change the name, change the branding. You can change anything from it as well. However, when you are got a new idea, a new category, maybe a new digital product idea instead of POD or physical products, I highly recommend that you start fresh. Okay. And the reason why it's better to start fresh is because I like to plan out ahead on what the listings you're working on you have everything mapped out and you're not just testing out things here and there everything is very strategic on how you open up the shop and when you do open up the shop you have all the listings ready to go and when you launch them all which we'll talk about later on on the strategy once you launch them all Etsy will notice that they'll get a huge boost and be like, what what is this shop coming out right off the gate with all these different listings strategically knowing exactly what the shop offers right it's got fresh new data, their algorithm sees it. And I believe actually makes it way better when you do that approach than to take an existing shop that's opened up maybe six, seven years ago and trying to revamp that, even though you're starting from fresh. So just start fresh. Okay. So number two, which Etsy researching tool should I use for researching niches, keywords, and tags? So there are many different keyword tools out there. And some of the ones that I've been using before were Marmalade, the Sell Samurai, E-Rank, and Everbee, but now I've kind of narrowed it down to a field that I use almost daily, which is Everbee and E-rank. And for me, they both have their own different use cases. For Everbee, I like to do a quick way of searching different competitors, quickly searching different categories within what I'm interested in creating. And since it's a Chrome extension tool, you can easily browse through and scrape data from the Etsy platform whereas once I have honed in on an idea I would use eRank to really break down and really analyze the different datas in terms of the supply and demand and look into different shops from there research more different keywords so that is generally how I would use the two different tools and something I always recommend is if you don't really want to being subscribed to all of these and having a monthly recurring bill honestly you can just use it for the first month do all your researching and would things change over time time will change slightly but you can pretty much get all the data you want within the first month and if you feel like you got everything you need just cancel it so that's just my honest opinion, you can definitely get everything done with the first month, which is pretty affordable for you to go through that process. Make sure to subscribe if you want to learn more about how to be successful selling digital products on Etsy. And just because I was, came back from traveling, I've been traveling a lot in the last six months. went to over six, seven countries, so a bit exhausted. And I do appreciate everyone supporting the channel. I'll uh, continue to make more content. All right, let's get back to it. Number three, you mentioned that 16 listings is a good start for beginners, but should I post all 16 at the same time or post them one by one every day. Yes, I normally would say 16 to 24 listings is a good start when you're starting out digital products. If you're doing print on demand as a different category, you know that you have to have a lot more listings. But if we're talking about categories that are unsaturated in the digital product space, I believe 16 to 24 is a good start. When you have different price structures within your shop, it's a good way to, to get going and just to prove the concept, see if it's something that you want to invest more time and effort into it. But regarding to how many you post at the beginning, I recommend getting everything planned, posting all 16 listings at once. And then from there, you will start to gain data from it, from traffic. If you're executing right, you should be getting traffic by them if you're running ads and things like that. But yes, you should be able to analyze the data. And from there, figure out, okay, what else do I need to start posting? Which ones are actually working? What are the questions that we're getting from the customers? What else are they looking for? What are they favoriting? And from there, you can break it down and start creating more products like the ones that are working. Okay. That's when I would start doing products maybe weekly. You don't have to do weekly, but even if you do once a month, it's still better than nothing. But do I recommend doing it every single day, having something post every day? That's too tough. That's a lot of work. And the last thing I want you to do is to burn out throughout that process and not seeing results that way. But because consistency is key when it comes to this, I'd rather you have consistency posting something once every couple of weeks rather than just quitting because you got burnt out, which has definitely happened to me in the past. So I learned it the hard way that I need to know where my limits are and how much I can push myself and go from there but yes i would just post off 16 in the beginning instead of opening a shop and posting one every single day i like that initial shock like we talked about earlier why you want to start a brand new shop instead of using an existing one and that helps with that reasoning as well all right so number four is there anything i can do to boost up my visits and sales as a beginner any tips on making my first thousand dollars all right so i'm sure you're probably looking for different hacks and things like that to get your first thousand dollars but i gotta just go over the fundamentals because at the end of the day that's the most important thing to have a good Foundation is what will get you your first thousand sales, no problem. First thousand dollars, no problem. But also the first ten thousand, hundred thousand sales or revenue count. So once you get that foundation laid out, it's definitely scalable. Okay. So the same answer I will give you to get your first thousand sales, also your ten thousand sales. But I also give you some hacks at the end in case you want some of that. So quickly, foundation, understanding SEO, super important. One of the best strategies to approaching digital products on Etsy or just any Etsy products is understanding supply and demand, understanding what people are searching for be able to have those keywords in your listing. But make sure you're only using relevant keywords. Don't just put any keywords in there because if you're tracking the wrong customers, if they're coming to visit your shop, but they're not converting, then actually hurts you. Okay, so make sure that, yes, you want to put the good keywords that are high in demand and low saturation, but make sure they're relevant because you don't want to get bad traffic to your site. It's going to lower your conversion. Etsy's going to see it. They're going to stop promoting you. Make sure you're using effective keywords that are actually relevant to your categories and your listings, all right? And another one that's super important, good foundation foundation one is to have quality product listings okay so not a lot of people back to our first topic right do you post every day I know a lot of people talk about posting a lot every day but I don't want to post just any type of listings I want to make sure all of my listings are high quality and when I mean high quality, there's different ways to define that, whether you're creating massive bundles, whether you're just spending a lot of time creating things that no one else is doing in the market, right? Putting the extra time, people can see it. People can see it through your mockups. They can see it through the way that you're branding your shop, right? So there's different ways to stand out by letting the buyers know that you're putting extra effort into it. You're not just slapping on some quick AI art that people will be doing because there's going to be a lot of that coming up soon. And yes, it's a good opportunity for that, but just be mindful if the barrier to entries super easy for those categories. It's just going to be just as easy for people to come up and take that spot and make it saturated. Okay. So like I mentioned earlier, I'll give you a quick hack on how to start getting initial sales at the beginning. If you're just brand new to Etsy, you want to make your first thousand dollars, you want to make your first thousand sales is to offer a discount. Okay. So I talked a lot about this a long time ago. Now I'm being more mindful of how much to talk about this because the more people do this, it really changes the landscape on the Etsy platform itself. And I'm sure you've already seen it. Everyone just has different discounts happening, right? But at the beginning, you want to do that. Even if you go 70% off discount, which is the max you can do right now, you definitely will see a difference in sales coming in. And if you're selling digital products, especially, it doesn't really matter to you that much because you're selling a digital file, right? So your margins are super good. You can either sell it on par to what the listing is and you'll still break even, right? Even if you're doing a 70% off. So that is a quick way to gain momentum, to start getting the renewals, to start getting reviews, start getting actual sales count. And over time, you can actually decrease that by dropping your discount discount to a point where it fits the market. The last thing you want to do is keeping that discount low like that. Everyone else in your category was going to see it. They're going to start dropping their prices. And at the end of the day, it's going to be a price war. Everyone's just going to have to have their prices low and no one wins at that point. So be very mindful how you approach that. But at the beginning, it definitely does help if you offer some discounts. And something else I want to go over is when you're setting up the discounts, which you'll probably see a lot of other shops are doing, is they will set daily discounts. So you will set a daily 70% of discount. So when a buyer sees it, they'll see a a countdown that tells them it's 24 hours left, 18 hours left for this discount, even though it's a daily renewal, it's 24 7. But for the buyer, it gives them that scarcity, it gives them some urgency to make that purchase, which is one of the rules for a selling is to create that urgency and scarcity. Like I mentioned, it's up to you how you want to approach it, your brand. If people see that, they might think, all right, this is kind of like weird. I don't, don't want to approach it like that. But just want to let you know, right? That's what people do on the platform. So that's it for today. Hope you enjoyed it. And something else I want to let you know is if you're someone that's overwhelmed with a CEO and you want to learn more about it, how you can apply that to your shop, how to optimize it and get seen, get more traffic through that. I have an SEO guide that you can check out. And it goes over things like how to rank higher on Etsy, how to actually write effective titles and tags, how to get more traffic to your shop and how to increase your sales for profits. So, if that's something that you feel like you benefit from, definitely check it out in the link below. You can check out my ultimate SEO playbook. And hopefully enjoy this content. I'll be doing more of this weekly and until then, take care. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you found today's insights valuable, don't forget to check out my free in-depth masterclass waiting for you in the descriptions, or you can find out more information at brandontimothy.com. There's other resources there for you to check out as well. Until next time, always remember to stay inspired, stay creative, and above all, stay committed to your journey towards digital freedom. Take care.